0: Chapter nine. Rival Detectives. And once again, nope. (laughs) This there is a line. This chapter. There is a line. Yeah, where they say that word. I I thought we were rival detectives. Yeah, I thought we were, because there's only cooperation in this entire chapter. Yeah. There's no no such rivalry. Which is a relief because again, the the most important thing, not the thousand dollars, not the treasure but Henry Robinson's well-being and, yeah. and the Robinson's family that is now the main character of the story to me is Same. what is going to happen to Henry yeah, Robinson not this and his family
1: family rivalry so we we left off Joe and Frank found a clue found some weird footsteps. a swell
0: one yeah swell clue some circular footsteps yeah uh, somebody put pads on their feet to hide their boot print uh and i i love I love the logic that they use. This is back to the Monty Python, like yeah. a duck of like their like how confident they are. But yeah, so they come into a clearing and uh and what they found was a battered felt hat and an old jacket. Back to the hats. Back to the hats. Back to this hat. Which the hats. The man who has not out
1: worn a hat and they just find it. Their main suspect, hatless Mr. Redwig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which their first question is you know, well, I don't. I don't think they asked this, but it's it's implied that uh, perhaps there's some red hair in this hat. But you clearly said that every time you've seen the red wig, there's no hat. Yeah. So
0: why would there be a red hair in this hat? Yeah. If the man's wearing a hat, why should he wear the wig? They've been mutually exclusive, it seems so far. What 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 trips me up is the like third paragraph here. Um. Which I, I want to recap something real quick. So what has happened is, at first they were chased. Yeah. And then Chet's car was stolen. And then they got a phone call with a threat. And then a tire for Chet's car was stolen. And then they find Chet's car. And then they find that the tower treasure, or they find that the mansion tower mansion was robbed. Right. Their friend's dad was arrested. Uh, their friend's dad was released. And their friend said somebody was on the lawn. Uh, the few days before. that Those are the facts of the case right now. Yeah. Then we have this. So then they, they're in the woods, back by where this car was. Again, not yet linked officially to the Tower Mansion robbery. But they find where Chet's car was. They find this, Frank held up a man's battered felt hat and an old jacket. If these belong to that thief, I think we've earned the money already. No. <laughs> no, you haven't. You found a jacket <laughs> yeah. and a hat. These, this
1: man there could be a man right now just enjoying a stroll in the park. He's like, it's a little it's yeah, a it got little warm. hot out. It got I don't warm, need this hat or this sunny, jacket. Yeah.
0: So I don't need the jacket or the so hat or So here's respectively. come the Hardy boys to grab this jacket. They've hat. stolen a clue. Some, they, <laughs> they stole a man's jacket. Yeah. But so then here's here's the a duck moment for me. Uh, <laughs> oh, of God. just the confidence. So uh the hat has a label. It says New York City. The pockets of the jackets are empty, Um and the, the coat also has a label. Same shop. They're from a, a place in New York. Uh One thing is for sure: if they do belong to this thief, he never meant to leave them. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Uh, but that's... then this next little part: the labels are a dead giveaway. Uh He must have been frightened off. Maybe when he found that Chet's jalopy was gone, he felt he better scram and forgot the coat and hat. And here's where I am, picturing this scene in the woods, <laughs> where there's a guy wa- thief walking along. He's like, I'm gonna get back to this car, yeah. And he takes off his hat and jacket, maybe <laughs> while walking, and like sets them it's down a little on a, hot, a, yeah, a log jacket, or enough. something, yeah. But close enough to where then like he rounds a corner and like to the car he was expecting to find, and it's not there. And then he's just like, ah, and runs. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not think like, oh, there's no one to around go,
1: too? it's not like the kids are talking. The car is gone. There's
0: no one there. I'm just thinking, like if I was returning to a car that yeah. I had stashed away and I like took off. I always wear a hat. So I take off my hat. Yeah. And set it someplace like how much time passes. Like, do I take off my hat and not look at the like behind me at where the car was supposed to be, the bright yellow car, which should be pretty visible through the trees? And like relax, maybe I read a book, check Facebook, I don't know what this guy's doing, where then enough time passes where you then see that the car's missing, but you've moved on from the hat and the jacket. That's just (laughs) old news, leave it, we gotta go. I don't know. I, it, oh, it's ridiculous. I just think that for the boys to be like, yes, that's what happened. He was startled by the lack of car <laughs> and ran away. The boys just, this cold is not the first the time sun in the his boys eyes. have
1: thought that they, they've startled someone. The boys think they're this threat that anytime they're seen, that well, they're people not, are startled.
0: No, what they're saying here is not that they startled the guy. Oh, the what fact saying, that the, the car was maybe gone. Maybe when he startled found that them. Chet's jalopy was gone, he felt he'd better scram and forgot to co- go. Like, yeah, it makes no sense. No,
1: boys. I'm, I'm also thinking uh, if he did leave the jacket and hat there, this ties into what you're saying, perhaps he's trying to throw you off. Perhaps he's trying to send you on a wild goose chase to New York. Yeah.
0: Were we talking about this in the in yeah, last the episode? the previous about episode. About the fake hats. Of the fake hats, everywhere? yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, fake hats, fake Fake wigs. hats, red wigs everywhere. He's, he's doing that right now. Like, oh, I'm going to send you to New York,
0: boys. So what I'd like to know, Frank said, is whether some hairs from that red wig may be in the hat, to which I thought, of course you do. Yeah. You're a hat man. You're, <laughs> you're in your hats and wigs. thats your thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. You and, like pockets. You like hats. You like wigs. I we feel know like this he could much.
0: ask all sorts of hype, like What I'd like to know is whether a hat and a wig could raise a dog <laughs> together. Like I just want to see this hat and this wig interact. I want to get to know them. <laughs> Who are they like as people? Round them out for me. Down, Frank calm down frank did i go too deep there no did i like I, okay. the deepness there uh
1: <laughs> joe grinned bright boy <laughs> bright boy you're a bright boy
0: uh <laughs> he carried, <laughs> carried the hat to a spot where the sun, uh so that he could look at the band yowie success <laughs> he yelled uh because uh there what were two short find? strands of red hair in the hat two short strands
1: and they're thinking well dad's got the wig we need to compare these red strands to the red strands of the wig to make sure these are a match. Why wouldn't that be a match? You think this is the guy. It was found next to the car in which you found the red wig. Of course it's a match. Yeah. <laughs> this
0: is – Come on. Come on, boys. Come on. Who else is wearing a red wig? My, my favorite part is yet to come. Uh, it's, it's on the next page concerning the hat and wig. Uh, but so they, they go back. Yeah. And bust into Fenton's study. Huge grins on their face. What more clues, he exclaimed. You're really on the job. You
1: bet we have more clues, cried Frank. You bet we have more clues. I don't
0: like that they say cried. I do imagine Frank just bawling. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely not what they mean. But I, I, every time I right? read it, same with lame. When they said, like, yeah. and, and that woman was lame. Like, I know what they meant. You but know what the they the way mean, it but comes it, across the page to me at first. Terrible. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we're turning these over to you, the hat and jacket. And here's the one line that has anything to do with the chapter. (laughs) He says, I thought you boys were working on this case as my rivals. To tell the truth, we don't know what to do with the clue that we found. It leads to New York City. So then they work together. Yeah. No more rival detectives. All this – and this is the problem I have with the Hardy Boys.
1: They set up these big elaborate rivalries or they set up these big elaborate things and they all get paid off so fast.
0: Yeah. In, so quick. Instant gratification. What was the
1: point of setting it up
0: then? It well, didn't need to be in there. Then I, then it I added think, nothing but I think anger. you're going to like. I think you're going to like what happens. Uh, if you don't like the instant gratification, you're going to like what happens to the hat and jacket here. Uh, at oh, the yes. End of the very chapter. Much. But uh So they're like, you know, we don't have the wig. We need to work with you to compare. So they compare it um, to the wig and the uh, strands match. The strands of hair were compared and matched perfectly to the wig, perfectly. To which I wrote, "Good of, night."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking perfectly. What kind of science are you using? I just imagined him taking a strand from the <laughs> wig and a strand from the hat, putting it under a light, pulling out his magnifying glass, and like, well, they look about the same shade, same shade, same length. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a perfect match.
1: <laughs> He's just flossing his teeth, and then well, it's definitely a wig hair.
0: <laughs> See the next part though. Um, So they've got the wig back. Um, uh, He says, uh, Chief Colleague asked me to see what I could figure out about the wig. So he gave it back to me. He says there's no maker's name on it. And there isn't, Joe asked. His father's eyes twinkled once more. I guess Colleague's assistants weren't very thorough. At any rate, I discovered there's an inner lining, and on that is the maker's name. And I thought, (laughs) how many times these boys found the hat, or found the wig? They found the gray wig before and inspected it thrice. Yes, twice thoroughly with witnesses inspected it yeah, yeah. thoroughly strand, Every by strand. strand how is it that like what kind of oh, wigs oh there's an inner lining yeah how what wigs are they notice? going to that is double lined though i mean
1: well, these are the kids that also go 15 layers deep at scratching a yeah, car
0: when it's vandalism
1: when it's vandalism but when they're dealing with their their wigs they're not going to be like oh well let's slice it open and see if there's anything under this lining
0: like, I, I feel like insane. an inner lining to a wig is also not, like, unheard of. Like, nine layers of paint on a car is a bit it's of, like... very unheard okay, of, yeah. Maybe if it's not in the top two on the car that was <laughs> stolen yesterday, yeah. that uh, it doesn't exist. But here they're just in, head first into... No pun intended. head first into, like, this wig. Total surprise. Yeah. There's an inner lining. Bump, bum, bum, It took three different people to find that inner
1: lining. It went through the Hardy Boys... It, or I should say three groups of people. Went yeah. through the Hardy Boys, and then went through the cops, and then back to Fenton. And it was only Fenton who
0: found an inner an line in the wig. Yeah. How <laughs> hidden I gotta Good night. So we need to buy a wig. Yeah. Because like I and, I've I've only maybe and maybe as a filmmaker, you've worked with some more impressive wigs than I have, but a wig in my experience is a pretty simple thing. Yeah. It's it's just a, a piece of like woven, like sort of you know, webbing. With hair coming off of it, we're like you can see through it. Yes, for the transparent. most part. Yeah, yeah. And so to say there's an inner lining <laughs> yeah, that's, that a label could be hidden in, I feel like you would notice. How that transparent and is your it. label
1: too? I'm sure this is big,
0: bold, black well, printing on this. I'm label. thinking, is there hair on both sides of this? Because that's <laughs> the only way that you wouldn't notice the lining is if it's a. Oh my god! I just it's cracked, a reversible. It's wig. a reversible wig. We just cracked the case. It's half red, half gray. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like somewhere yeah. in fenton's file of wig things should have been like oh and also most of them have an inner <laughs> lining and that's where the maker hides their name yeah and let which which is another weird thing put your name on the inside you're a company trying to sell wigs. yeah why are you making unless you're, your, a thief your you're making your so own hidden. yeah either don't put your name on it yeah or do, but don't put your name on it and <laughs> hide it inside an inner lining that the cops can't find. Oh God,
1: just terrible.
0: These boys. Oh. So so yeah, he Fenton's like you calls know what? him out.
1: Not very good. Not I'll very go to thrill. New York.
0: Fenton says
1: this. Hat he was dabbling with the idea of going to New York.
0: Yeah, and the wig maker was is, in New York. In New York, and now uh, that the hat as he probably and the checked in his file.
1: Yeah, and his in his wig shop file. Uh, now that he's got all these th- things lining up, now he's convinced Papa got to go to New York. Yeah. And
0: then here's something interesting. They're like, uh, "What's the matter?" He looks. Uh, uh, and Joe answers, "You know, it looks like if you're gonna, it looks like you're gonna solve this case all on your own." Mister Hardy's like, "Nothing of the sort. The person who brought the bought the wig may not have given his name. That hat may have been purchased a long time ago, and it isn't likely that the clerk who sold it will remember who bought it. Same with the jacket." To which I thought. Yeah, so why are you going to New York, man? <laughs> if it's this bleak, yeah, maybe make a phone call, ask about the hat beforehand, see if, like, you know, did when you sold this hat, who was working there at the time? Is that clerk still there? Dude, that is the thing. Was Mr. Robinson the clerk? and you they've been let go. You can't just
1: call and be like, uh, he clearly says, I have all these numbers and these locations of these wig shops. You can't just call the name of that wig shop. You know, police station, police station. Hello, Can police I get the number? Station. Yeah. <laughs> Post office. Post office. Just call him up and be like, hey, have you sold any red wigs? Yeah. I wrote, so why go? Call. Yeah. Make a phone call, man. It's terrible. It is terrible. Also, I'm thinking all this detective work to like – he's also saying like, well, here's this thing. This leads to this. This leads to this. It's probably not going to lead to anything, but I'm going to go. What were you with with Slim's dad? Yeah.
0: And, and, and then – So quick of, to throw him into jail? Speaking of Slim's dad – uh, frank and joe brightened. then the case is far from solved <laughs> yeah, <I know>. dude, <laughs> immediately Dude, don't yeah. get so excited for your money yeah <laughs> henry robinson is in dire straits you're saying here, this pal. thing could
1: last even longer dad's got to go all the way to new york this could take more weeks we're
0: gonna bankrupt the robinsons <laughs> yeah. while we while we vacation <laughs> to enjoy new york enjoy living with the italians boys so then he says, don't be disappointed at, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's no there's no guarantees here. Don't be disappointed if I come back empty-handed. And don't be surprised if I come back with some valuable information. little and detective I, hubris. Well, and don't be disappointed if I come back empty-handed. You should be. <laughs> <Yeah>. Remember <laughs> Henry <lost>. Robinson's family. <laughs> yeah. You should be disappointed that we just went to New York, spent money to A go to New York. It. money All that, that money apparently in which don't he make. could have used. Yeah. yeah. This oh, is, God. Oh. Good night. So good night. Mr. Hardy tossed the wig coat and hat into a bag that was standing open near his desk. The detective was accustomed to being called away suddenly on strange errands, and he was always prepared to leave at a moment's notice. And I wrote in the margin, affair. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's having an affair. and the story. With
1: the name of all those wig shops. Yeah, I don't doubt yeah. it. <laughs>
0: No one to look for that inner line. All those thousand disguises. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. you can't have wife see him. Got another family somewhere. (laughs) Hopefully Uh, a little brighter too. Yeah. So then, no much, uh, not much use in starting now. uh, But I'll go to the city first thing in the morning. In the meantime, you boys keep your eyes and ears open for more clues. This case isn't over yet by any means. Mm. And I wrote, "Yeah, we know." (laughs) Yeah. Nothing. You have a hat and a jacket with a <laughs> with a city written on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Like this got is not a red not wig at all. that matches the it's red not straight not actually spell Yeah. Not at all. You have a red wig. Yeah, yeah the amount no that they suspects. have is that
1: they don't know if all these crimes are linked together, if it's
0: multiple criminals. You know nothing. So to reassure yourselves like this case isn't over yet by any means like, "Oh wait, you're right. I really thought we were closing in on this person who we have no description <laughs> yeah. of at all." And everyone's description of him is
1: exactly opposite Sometimes he's wearing a hat, sometimes he's not Sometimes his hair's red, sometimes it's gray It's
0: not even a description of him <laughs> Yeah, <it's>, They <laughs> have no boot size They have no They just they have articles shoes. of yeah. clothing Hey, those are my shoes he's wearing <laughs> Hold it right there Sir, we're gonna need those shoes <laughs> yeah. They're a suspect in a robbery <laughs> Now, did you love the first line of the next page as much as I did? Oh, uh, I don't know. Mr. What Hardy picked up some papers on his desk <laughs> as a hint that the interview was over and the boys left the <laughs> study. Just like, what a way to be like, man, I'm done with you guys. I'm <laughs> yeah. um, picking up these papers. See this? I don't know if you saw me, but I picked up the papers, boys. Clearly, we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, so <laughs> this next part, while not really important, did confirm a detail. Uh, yes. They were in a state of high excitement when they went to bed and could not get to sleep. Uh, the thief must have been pretty smart, murmured Joe, uh, because they talk long into the night. So they do indeed sleep in the same room. Yes. <laughs> 17 and 18-year-old, sharing a bedroom. <laughs> Again, I, you know, you could say like in the 40s and 50s, like my, the house I used to live in, Shotgun House on the Hill, Yeah, a family of six used to live there. And it was crowded for Jesse and I and, and two cats and a dog. Like, yeah. But you put bunk beds, places, you, like, you you make it work. Right. You're rich. But, but the Hardys are rich. And I, f- I feel like... As as the older one, if I still had to share a room with my younger brother, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to sleep in the gymnasium, guys. (laughs) I I just need some privacy. I'm an 18-year-old boy. Frank has
1: trouble sleeping at night. Frank needs Joe. Yeah. Okay. Frank has PTSD. That's not what they're telling us. Sometimes he wakes up and screams at night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Night air. And Joe talks him back in from the window It's okay,
1: Frank. It's okay, Frank.
0: okay. You. You're a smart detective, bright boy. Who's my bright boy? Hey, who's my bright boy? Good night, hey, chin
1: up. Good chin night. chin up. Good night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so, so they do indeed share a room. Um, and then we were talking last episode about who is the target audience for this book series. Yeah, and if it is young, like young adult readers, I feel like this next sentence. So Joe says, you know, this thief must have been pretty smart. Uh, the smarter crooks are, the harder they fall. Frank replied. If this fellow has any kind of record, it won't take long for Dad to run him down. I've heard Dad say that there's no such thing as a clever crook. If he was really clever, he wouldn't be a crook at all. And what I a thought, message! And that's propaganda. That's you're you're training kids reading this yeah. to to be better people. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay
1: with that I'm too. Okay with that.
0: There's finally some good in a book filled with evil. Yeah. So far, the only advice, like it's been like you know, chase people. Yeah. If you if you see an adult, if you're who's in danger, you,
1: stand on a ledge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, it's been so all that. this bad seems advice. like the first actionable advice for kids of like, if you feel like you're kind of smart, maybe maybe don't become a thief professionally. Yeah. You're better than that. You're better than that, kids. Yeah. Take it for I me. guess there's something in that
1: too. But it shows that we're not up against any amateur. This fella is a slippery customer. Be another great podcast name. Slipper the Slippery, slippery customer, Customers. Dude.
0: If that's not the title <laughs> of the next chapter, I'm going to be pissed. Or a chapter when we finally catch this Slippery Customer. Well, he'll have to be the mighty slip. Wait, what? He'll have to be mighty slippery oh, from yeah. now on. Once dad has a few clues to work on, he never lets up until he gets his man. And don't forget us, said Joe, yawning. And with that, the boys fell asleep. <laughs> good and don't forget su- us. <sighs> good night. It's <laughs> <Just> done for.
1: <laughs> Joe just needed that. Uh, or I'm sorry, Frank needed that. Frank needed that reassurance from Joe Just to, they're good detectives. Yeah. So, so he, he doesn't he have another that, night like, terror and yeah. try to jump
0: out the window again. <laughs> So they go down to breakfast next morning. They find out that their dad left early, and the mom says, I'll be so relieved when he gets back. So often these missions turn out to be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and then she went on to say that her husband had promised to phone her if he wasn't back by supper time. Suddenly, she added with a tantalizing smile, Your father said he might have a surprise for you if he remains in New York. And I wrote, New mom, <laughs> you can come meet my, your other family. You can meet your other brothers, <laughs> your New York family. Like, I bet, I bet he planted that jacket in the clearing with New York on it, just so his he kids would get, find it. Bring I, him, honestly, and he could go visit his second family. Yeah, I <laughs> had
1: that thought of how much is he actually doing to you know to fuck with his uh, his children here. I know it's it's he sets behind them up all constantly. Of this. Yeah. Oh. Fenton's just trying to to get a sweet vacation. I'm with you on that. So here's where the book picks up, and we actually get a little realism.
0: Yeah. Well, first we go to school. Oh yeah. That's a couple sentences. And uh, and they can't concentrate. Slim Robinson. Is this what you're talking about? Slim I'm talking Robinson? about Slim. I'm talking okay. about Slim getting back in. Yeah. So Slim's dropping out of school. Yeah. We that's, find that's out the news. that
1: they need. Sl- Uh, You know, Slim's parents need him because the dad can't get a job. Slim is basically breaking it down to him, saying like, yo, I'm going to have to work at a
0: supermarket.
1: Yeah. But it's okay. I'm going to work myself up from the very bottom to the very top, and I'll be running this firm. That whole little (laughs)
0: speech I felt like was such this like backhanded, sarcastic (laughs) sob story. So dad can't keep me in school any longer. It's up for me to pitch in and help the family. I'll start work tomorrow at the supermarket. And you wanted to go to college, exclaimed Frank. What a shame. Can't be helped, replied Perry with a First of all, yes, it can. Yeah. Yes, again. Hardys are rich. They're yeah. dragging their feet, and their dad's the going money? to have his affair while, yeah. while his, his dad can't get <laughs> and work. Maybe don't go to New York. Give that money to us. But then this sob story here. I consider myself lucky to have stayed in school this long. Mm. I'll have to give up all those college <laughs> plans and settle down in the business world. There's one good thing about it. I'll have the chance to learn supermarket work from the ground up. I'm starting in the receiving department. Perhaps in about 50 years, I'll be the head of the firm. You, you butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great
1: aspirations there, Barry.
0: No, I see. I don't even think it's his aspirations. And by the way, again, I'm on Perry's side. I'm on Slim's yeah. side in this. I love that he's just being this he's like rubbing total it in. Yeah. Like, like, oh no, you guys yeah, It's going
1: to take you 50 years to work your
0: way. Up. You're going to be 70 with in, in New York. Yeah, I'm just going to throw my life away on yeah. the loading dock. Oh.
1: Which I love that. I love that he's shaming good him. Yeah. You two are playing games trying to win this $1,000. You set up, you <laughs> know, bad detective work. You got my dad in trouble cuz he didn't do a good job.
0: Uh, have fun at baseball. Practice, have fun at guys. baseball practice. Yeah, I've got to I'm drop gonna go out. work at
1: the supermarket. Enjoy oh. school. I'm in
0: the top ten. Where are you guys ranked again?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then, so it ends lastly with like Frank and Joe wanted to tell Slim about the clues they had discovered the previous day, but the same thought came into their minds that it would be unfair to raise any false hopes. Would it? I, dude. I wrote And down, the fact that they both yeah. thought of this like
1: <laughs> oh this kind of action leads to suicide. <laughs> don't let him know that things might get better. Yeah, let, let him believe that he is down in the dirt and for the next fifty years of your life and life expectancy was not as long back then as it is now. No, they didn't have penicillin. They didn't either. have penicillin. <laughs> but that's just terrible. Uh, don't yeah. We didn't want to give him any false hopes. Just let him be down in the dumps, sure. Great job.
0: I sure feel sorry for him, said Frank. He was such a hard worker in school and counted so much on going to college. Well, we've just got to clear up the Tower robbery. That's all there is to it. Not all there is to it. He's dropping out unless you do this now. Like there's well there's already irreversible damage done to the family and their reputation. Yeah. They're living with Italians. Like <laughs> they've got problems <laughs> as a family. Uh but oh but but yeah. Solve mm. solve the mystery, boys. That'll help. Come and on, we, 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 we sit on this last, again, not a great cliffhanger. Uh, it ends with narrator questions, but the chapter ends. As they neared the Hardy home, the boy steps quicken. Would they find that their father had returned with the information on the identity of the thief? Or was he still in New York? And were they about to share another of his secrets? New mom. New mom. <laughs> Get ready for the new fam, kids. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Not a very good cliffhanger.
0: You know what? Not at all. Although lame, Fenton Hardy may be spending some time with Mrs. Robinson. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Ooh.
1: You know what I have to say to that? Let's find out where Fenton's been in Chapter 10.